Hi, welcome to the CastCast. I'm Ella. I'm Ilse. And I'm Jess. Who are you? Kestia. We don't usually say this, but just in case this is anyone's first episode, maybe we should start saying it. Um, we are covering every episode of Supernatural that Cass appears in, and none of the others, really. Soz. Yeah. No, not Soz. Excuse me. Not at all, Soz. Do it yourself if you want that. That's not our problem. I was <laughs> I was being sarcastic when I said that. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, just so you know, we, we are here because we like Cass. Ah, do we ever. Yeah. Do we ever. Before we get into this week's episode, we've just got one little mailbag this week. Um, it's just a response to uh, last episode we answered, not answered, but we got a, a message from uh, Quite Accurate on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And then they've just replied being like excited that they were our first Tumblr message. So they're also our second Tumblr message. So <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Book Taking Book Gold and Silver incredible yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting quick to take third we we get a lot of ass but the dms seem a little bit more intimidating for people but it would be it makes sense everyone feel free yeah. just hop in there just get in there yeah next week we are going to be doing a season five wrap-up episode and we want to hear from you so in the time that this comes out you'll have a few days to yell out to us i think because uh, yeah. we're not ahead of schedule at all um but yeah we'd love to hear from you any like thoughts on the season um anything that we didn't touch on that you thought is interesting and we should touch on yeah please message us about it yeah i think i'll make a little post today just so people have a little more time to get stuff in that's Um, a really good idea thank you (laughs) make a post and a tweet and whatnot yeah okay great should we do this awesome yeah let's crack into it like a walnut like a walnut (laughs) this week yeah thank you um this week we are covering the season finale of season five episode 22 swan song which first aired on the 13th of may 2010 it was directed by steve boyum and i only just realized this today so the teleplay is by Mm -hmm. eric kripke which we've talked about before it's basically like the actual words and stuff in the script Mm. but the story is by eric giz gertwitz how do you say that name i don't know who is that guy i have never heard i don't know so i i clicked on his little you know his little highlighted name and it just takes you to basically the smallest amount of information um he's (laughs) a video game developer behind two of the most successful star wars games wow fascinating yeah, I just cannot oh. figure out what he has to do with it. Like, are him and Eric, like, mates, and he was like, what if this happens? So, like, they've had <laughs> to, like, give him credit. I <laughs> Do they go to a yearly convention? A yearly convention of Eric's in show business? Yeah, like, I cannot find any more information about this. Um, so, if anyone knows what happened, um, please yell out. I've literally been trying to research it and I can't figure it out. So oh little rabbit hole over there, huh? Well, it's just weird. Cause it's like, he has no other credits. The wiki page doesn't elaborate on like what he did for this episode. 
which is what they would usually do. Like, you know, they'd ex- yeah. talk about it at some point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's got no other credits on the show and his IMDb is just, yeah, like game things. So, yeah. Interesting. Jess, what is the cast count in this episode? Have you got it? I do. It was nine minutes and 33 seconds. Okay, not the not best, but not the worst. Yeah, I, I did notice that he's not in it a lot, but... He's not in it a lot, but he's kind of like in the yeah. background of scenes and stuff. Yeah, mm. that's not right. They yeah. should have him... It's just not fair. You should be in more of it, to be fair to you him. should be in more of it. This is something Sweet. brand new that we've never said before. Definitely. <laughs> um, well, it's for be. the people who's... Yeah, it's for the people <laughs> whose first episode this could be. True, true. Just so they know okay. how we feel about something, yeah. <laughs> last time we saw Cass, again, we've said it's probably the last, like, whole season. Uh, <laughs> not doing well. Um... <laughs> He is just completely, like, I guess just, like, accepting that he doesn't have, like, his powers, basically. He was, like, depowered. And he, you know, he's just kind of going along with the boys in whatever they decide to do. That's where we left him last episode. That is where we left him. I'm sorry. It's just, like, you were, like, he's accepting where he was, like, he tried to talk to people about it. And then Bobby was like, fuck you. I know. Everyone was so mean to him. (laughs) (laughs) That's <laughs> just not right. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, had a, he had a shotgun. <laughs> get real, get a shotgun. I don't care about your feelings. I'm mean now. For yeah. Some I won't be nice okay. to you. I won't be nice to you. Jack just came in. All right. Um, Jack! No, I don't know what she's up to. We'll see. All right. So in this episode... Okay. Hi, Jack. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is the worst possible time for her to get in my face. And she oh chose now. Okay, she's just trying to say hi. Hi, baby. Can you please lay down so I can do my little thing? Okay, <laughs> Um. So in this episode, we start out with, there's a lot of narration by Chuck, and I'm not going to really get into that very much. Um, I'm just going to try and follow the plot beats for this. Mm-hmm. But there is... Like this, and this, this like little grand intro by Chuck about when the Impala was made and how special the Impala is. But what actually is happening in the episode is uh, Dean agrees to back Sam up on saying yes to Lucifer uh, to jump him into the pit. And it's revealed that Sam doesn't actually have a death wish, but has a strong sense of responsibility around the whole devil loose from his cage in the first place thing. So Cass, Sam, and Dean drain a demon over a bucket, which is really gross, to get Sam all the blood that he's going to need to chug to house Lucifer. Bobby gives her, gives Dean a rundown on where their omens basically are happening, and amongst them, Dean picks out Detroit, which astute watchers will remember is where Lucifer said Sam would say yes to him. Um, on the way, Cass snores! <laughs> Sam also makes Dean promise not to try and bring him back and also to, to go suburban. Sam says bye to Bobby and to Cass and asks Dean to not watch as he drinks Dean blood. When Dean and Sam go so Sam can say yes, uh, Lucifer reveals that he knows about the rings uh, with which they plan to open the pit. And Sam says yes anyway. He says this doesn't change anything. And while Lucifer jumps between Nick's body and Sam's body, Dean opens the cage and encourages Sam to jump, like, now. 
But it turns out Sam isn't Sam, and it was just Lucifer lying to hurt Sam's feelings. <laughs> uh, which was right. He vanishes, and Dean is like, oh, fuck, we screwed it. Oh, my God, my brother is gone forever. It's not a great moment for him. He's, like, crying. He's got his hands up on his head. It's a whole thing. And then Lucifer and Sam have very weird face-off. You know, there's Star Wars references and, like, very strange vibes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like very strange. <laughs> He uh, reveals to Sam that Azazel has had demons watching him since he was a kid, and he invites Sam to kill them. When Sam does kill them, it is very clear that, like, Lucifer did most of the work and Sam was there to, like, feel it, which is very Mm. fucked up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Meanwhile, Dean is very mean to Cass, who, along with Bobby, thinks that they should give up. He calls Chuck to get the location of the prize fight. And it turns out it's going to be at Stell Cemetery, which is just outside of Lawrence um, because of narrative symmetry, whatever. Uh, <laughs> over there, Michael and Lucifer have a conversation that is like, hey, remember the parallels? The Sam, Lucifer, Dean, Michael parallels? Okay, cool, just checking. Um, and Dean, the ultimate playlist girl lead, puts a tape in to make his entrance and he wants to talk to Sam. Michael doesn't want this to happen, and Cash shows up and Molotovs him, so Dean will get the five minutes with Sam he asked for. Lucifer is upset by the Molotoving, and then he explodes him, which is just not, I mean, <laughs> anyway. Also, trying to distract Lucifer is Bobby, who, like, he just, like, shoots him twice. And Dean and Bobby have a little look of, like, what the fuck are you doing? Bobby's like, I don't know. And then Lucifer snaps Bobby's neck. And he proceeds to beat Dean up, but Sam gets in control of his body in like a fit of emotion um, and is about to jump into the pit when Michael comes back and tries to stop him and accidentally gets pulled into. We have a little blackout and then we find Dean crouched on the ground where the pit closed um, and Cass appears and heals him. And Dean asks if he's God. Cass says no, but he believes that God brought him back and then he heals Bobby too brings Bobby back from death. He mentions something about being new and improved. Um, and then they're in the Impala and Dean is asking Cass what he's going to do next. And Cass says he's going to go back to heaven and restore order while Michael's, you know, in the cage. Which Dean has issues with because it sounds a lot like he's just doing whatever God wants. And Cass says he's doing what seems like the right thing to him. And when Dean's angry about this, Cass tells him he got what he asked for. More of the same, you know, not paradise and not hell. And then he asks Dean what he really wants, peace or freedom. And then he like vanishes because that's a supremely strong line to end on. (laughs) (laughs) Dean wants to die, but instead uh, fulfills Sam's dying wish for him and goes to see Lisa, who's too good for him. Chuck has a whole line about everything actually being a test for sam and dean rather for the rather than for michael and lucifer and he says they chose family and isn't that kind of the whole point anyway so he goes to see lisa um and chuck when he finishes his narration on the whole situation smokes out like he vanishes which i want to talk about very badly um but we go back to see dean being suburban with ben and lisa and like he's obviously still troubled but we also like we pull back it zooms out and we see under a street lamp like a tall creep sam is standing um stream radiohead or whatever i i truly don't know it's, L-O. Uh, but i don't know what how, is that guy doing i don't know 
What is he doing? How long was he in the cage for? I want to know that. Anyway, that's the episode. I hope that wasn't too long. I truly, there's a lot to no, cover here. There's a lot to cover and we definitely don't want to miss anything. Like, mm-hmm. it is juicy. This is a juicy one. Things happen to the people in the show. That's for sure. So I guess I want to know what stood out to you guys, like, in this episode. What was, what were the moments that you really thought were central, I suppose? Okay. Number one. When they kill those demons and drain them, I was like, oh, these guys are villains. I was like, this is actually not something that you can come back from. And that's fucking crazy because they literally just kidnapped some human people and slit their necks Mm -hmm. and drained them. And I'm like, this is some true horror movie shit. And the most that they get into it is Bobby's like, do you want to talk about it, Dean? And Dean is like, no. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah. this, this is, is what like, they were fighting really evil. For, like, yeah, really yeah. evil. I think it's like a result of, they want the stakes of, oh, it sucks when a human is possessed by a demon because, like, that's really fucked up. They want that stakes. And then they made the element of, but Sam needs to drink the demon blood. Yeah. And it's like, well there's humans there and then and then like they've done this to themselves and like that's like like you said they can only really be like oh this is fucked up like because we've already talked about this to death like the whole last season was like how fucked up is drinking demon blood right like that was, and and now it's just like oh well fuck well it's like they had to they went from like the worst possible thing you could do is drink demon blood it's unforgivable right it's like right it will like ruin your whole life it'll end the world you literally like it's like it was very clear that, like, drinking demon blood was, like, a, a moral event horizon that you could not come back from. And then they just need to, right. like, use it as just, like, a little, like, ding 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 in this episode. And I'm like, hello? <laughs> yeah. I guess as well, like, the stakes have been raised so much because it's like, well, you need to do that, like, because of the apocalypse now. Whereas it was like, I don't know. I was just like, this is beyond, like, this is honestly beyond the pale. This is too much. I think especially it it stands out to me because in the future, we don't see this kind of um, necessity for, like, Lucifer's host to have drunk heaps of demon blood. Mm -hmm. Like, he's jumping in and out of people all the time in the later seasons. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's not, it's not really brought up again, right? Like, we never see that fucking, like, yeah rock star have to drink blood oh or like I never it doesn't seem to affect like a bunch so of people <laughs> would you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's it's I, maybe maybe at the time like i don't know it, it just it, yeah it does seem a bit silly after all that i don't know if that's a point to make i might just cut all this i have the power <laughs> um, i'm very glad that you're on your power trip but i want to say like yeah it truly is like a means to the end kind of thing yeah. which is crazy to me because that's what Sam was saying all along in season four. I can save people. I'm doing this in a way that is not harming anyone when he was drinking Ruby's, Ruby's blood. Which is like so true because Ruby did not die. Like they did not murder Ruby's host. Ruby did not die. Right. Yeah. And also Ruby's host was like ethically sourced because Sam made a big deal about it. Yeah. It's like yeah. they completely just blew past the main conflict of season four. Of season four, it doesn't matter anymore because, like, this this stakes are so much higher and, like, everyone else seems to realize that now. Mm-hmm. But when Sam did it alone, it wasn't fine, you know? Like, yeah. 
I don't know. Or maybe it's just that they're so hopeless. I don't know. The weight that they're trying to give it in the scene doesn't counterweight how fucked up it is. No. It, that know. was I, like, I was like, God damn. Okay, this is <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking, do you want to maybe like, since this episode is so much about the brothers, do you guys want to just like get into all of Cass's stuff and then like we, we can chat about all the other stuff after? Because I do have a lot of Cass thoughts like up front. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Jess, like you mentioned, um, when we were talking about the cast count, like he says so much good stuff this episode. He's so um, good. He's great. <laughs> I don't know where to start. The bit where Dean's like, ain't he a little angel? And <laughs> then Sam's like, angels don't sleep. I know that's supposed to be quite grim, but that just always makes me laugh. Because <laughs> it's like... <laughs> You're always like, oh, that's cute. But I'm like, he's being mean. <laughs> he's being mean in that scene. <laughs> I don't know. People are always like, oh, a Destiel moment. I'm like, he's Who's being mean. Dick. You think Dean's being mean in that scene? A little bit, yeah. Not in a, like, an intense way. I think it, like, when he... Real men don't sleep in the car. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like he's mocking him. I feel like I interpret it like, why did you notice that Dean? Do you know what I mean? Like, Dean's the one has, who has paid attention to that. So, like, while, yes, he is being a bit mean, it's just like... This motherfucker is okay. snoring. He's sewing logs. That's He's why snoring he so cute in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It is fucked up, though. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I kind of, I forgot that he was so depowered and now needs to sleep, I guess. There are <laughs> a couple of deep Sam transgressions in this episode, namely in oh, this okay. scene. Cass is sleeping in the back of the car and Sam's like, you know what, Dean, you need to go do is you need to go find Lisa and settle down with her. And oh I'm like, what the, where is this coming from? Like, <laughs> like I mean, I, I know exactly where it's coming from. Like, I get about. it. But I'm like, realistically, why would Sam tell Dean to go find Lisa? Like, who is Lisa? <laughs> what? Who is Lisa to Sam except like an emblem of perhaps normalness for Dean? Like, like, Sam doesn't, doesn't even know, know that about her. Dean went to go see Lisa at the end of whichever episode that he does that. I think That's he does like know that. Dean doing whatever the fuck because... he wants. Doing a random yeah, thing, going no. to see Lisa. And then Sam's mm. like, go, go see, go, go Dean. marry Lisa or whatever the fuck. And it's just like, Sam, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. I feel like even this season, I can't remember off the top of my head, but even this season, I feel like Sam has kind of accepted that he at least like isn't ever going to be normal or whatever right. like he's at that part in his journey like he's right. not like he's not the kind of like thing where he was at at the like start of the series it's like mm-hmm. he's past that now and even when he says that the look on Dean's face like we will get into this next season but it is so like it's strange it's conflicted yeah he's not like great idea it's not just, like, the idea of Sam, like, going to hell that he doesn't like about it. It's almost like he's, like, why would I do that? Like, <laughs> I think also to Dean, there's a, a measure of suburban life that is scary. He doesn't know how to do that. I mean, not in any sustained way, you know? Um, yeah, and it's just this, like, concept. The show tackles with this a few times of, like, what is a normal life and what is like a good life and something that they deserve and all these kind of Mm. things. Like we see them like dip their toes into this a a couple times and 
it's just like it doesn't have to be like that and to me it's just like it's such an unimaginative kind of um place for them to end up and i think it also really like conflicts with a lot of the like found family elements that the show introduces like with people like bobby and you know all the other people that they like come in contact with along the way and it's like this i think this is why a lot of fics like have a lot of fun like exploring an imagined post-canon situation that is like more found family like they're all just like a kind of ragtag group of people who like love Mm. each other a lot instead of this kind of sanitized like you know two and a half kids with like a house (laughs) and like a normal job like it doesn't have to be like that and i it's the show is so strange about that it definitely is but i also find it like i want to i can't wait for season six because i'm gonna force you guys to listen to me talk about lisa because something's going on in that in that lady's head something is up and I want to know. I what. think about this all the time. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm really, really excited. I have a for lot that. of thoughts. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I, I always see people will be like, you know, wow, Lisa's like crazy. Like, you know, why would she just accept him? All this kind of stuff. But it's like, it, it's so interesting for both of them. And I, yeah. it's, I think it's almost like deeper than the show intended because of like, if you have like a queer reading of any of it. Yeah, it's so juicy. Oh, for sure. And exactly. Yeah, like, it's very strange. Um, I'm going to be doing reading. I'm going to be preparing myself. I'm lying. I'm definitely not. I'm going to vibe, <laughs> vibe alone. I I do, like, we talked about, like, Cass, or we said we were going to focus a little bit on Cass moments oh, yeah. in the episode. <laughs> but Cass's whole, like, just trying to to be there regardless like just this whole episode Cass is just trying to do whatever he can and a lot of it Mm -hmm. is him being like hopeless it's (laughs) so sad it's not great um to watch if if you're a fan of him but when sam is saying goodbye to him and to bobby and (laughs) sam is such a dick to him like Like, fuck you for real actually I'm like, I know that you're, like, (laughs) sacrificing yourself to save the world or whatever, but, like, he's so mean to him. (laughs) Also, when Cass tries to lie. Yeah, I was just trying to pull up the quote. And he's like, oh, you wanted me to lie? Take care of these guys, okay. Oh, yeah, he's like, take care of these guys, okay. And Cass is like, that's not possible. possible. (laughs) And then Sam says, then humor me. And he says, oh, I was was supposed to lie. Uh, sure, they'll be fine. And then Sam's like, just just stop talking. I know, I'm like, hey, fuck you, he's trying. He doesn't know how to do this, don't Sam is such a dick, honestly. He thinks that he's, like, so progressive and cool, and it's like, actually, fuck you. In this episode, you're mean to Cass, and you ask your brother to go be heterosexual. Stop it. Stop. Literally. Even though, like, while Cass is in the back of the car. (laughs) Cass is right there. Cass is literally right there. (laughs) <laughs> Jess, I really do agree with you that like Sam is being bitchy towards Cass, but in my heart I'm like, I need to defend Sam in this episode, like, with everything that I have, because I think the show has done him so dirty and yeah. the framing of all this makes me so angry. And I don't think I've gotten this annoyed until this watch through with how much the show is patting itself on the back for being like, 
yeah, this is a good ending for Sam. Yeah, this makes sense. He deserves to do this. He is responsible for this. He should do this. Da, da, da. And I just hate it. I mean, like, that shit is crazy, but also he's so mean to Cass. (laughs) 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 Um, Um, I just, like, I'll never get over it when he's like, just, just stop. And it's like, Look at him. Look how hard he's trying. They're not mates. <laughs> They're so not friends. Yeah. I can't. Well, like when 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 he's like, I can't do that. He's like, oh, Sam, I can't do that. That is so <laughs> touching and sweet and perfect. Like, why can't anybody just appreciate Cass for who he is? Like in the last episode, <laughs> when Cass is like, I don't understand your definition of good news. And Dean does his like theatrical <laughs> eye roll. I'm like, can somebody like. Just enjoy him for his perfect comments and ideas and brain. Like, fuck you guys. You guys suck. You have no sense of whimsy or kindness. <laughs> the show, like, can't decide whether it's charming when he does that or it's a joke. Like, I think it depends on which writer is, like, in charge of the episode. Because sometimes he'll say something and, and you know, you'll get one of the boys smile and be mm-hmm. like, oh, classic cast. But then sometimes it's literally like, oh, what a joke. And it's like, what? He's your friend. Exactly. It's like, sometimes it's like, oh, this is funny. And then other times it's like, God, you were such a fucking loser. And I'm like, Hmm. I hate you. I'm going to come in that TV. I'm going (laughs) to kick your ass. You should appreciate him. (laughs) You don't deserve him. No, no access to gas. I'm taking him home. No, literally, (laughs) like, I'm I'm taking him him. away from you. You do not deserve him. (laughs) Jess, there's something that you said in one episode that was like, you, like, snatched him back like a toy or something. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm taking gas and I'm going home. You, you don't know how to play with him, right? <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about another great part of um, the cast in this episode, which is, like, when they are in front of the TVs, uh, like, at that weird, like, look, watching the news reports. And, um... Cass just says like it's starting and Dean's like yeah you think genius <laughs> and he's just like you don't have to be mean I know like fuck you like what is he supposed to say uh. <laughs> and everybody's been so fucking mean to Cass this episode and what happens he gets exploded for the Winchesters again <laughs> it does make sense that everyone's in a shit mood though right I get it. I mean, yeah, that does make sense. I do get it. I understand that, but don't be mean to him. How about a thank you? How about a be nice to your friends? Here's the thing. People won't want to hang out with you if you're mean to them all the time. Except for that Cass doesn't really know better, but... Listen, like, yeah, like, I'm not going to hang out with you if you call me a... And this was a transgression of Undine's part. A junkless sissy. What was I was that? calling a slur. Can you like... get your... Like... <laughs> Why not? Like, let's Literally. get it real. Like, how... <laughs> oh my gosh. I get that he's, like, trying to be like, we're not giving up, you know? Like, I get that. And I get that he's he's trying to do all that. But when Bobby is like, hey, man, there is no more hope. He's not like, you are a <laughs> shitty old man and you will never amount to anything. Something, something, you're alcoholic, die, or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. what was that? Anyway. It's me. I don't like it. Yeah. What the fuck? Everybody's so mean to Everybody's so mean to cast this episode. <laughs> I do think it's interesting. There's, and this is not like, I'm not trying to bag on or say that this is only Eric Kripke who does this. 
But I have noticed there's a lot more in the scripts that he writes. A lot more like masculinity, like, I don't know how to say this, like a lot more slurs based on like your sissy or your god's bitch, stuff like that. Elsa, are you saying that you think Eric Kripke has a bit of an issue with masculinity? Masculinity? I'm not saying, I'm just saying like, oh, that would be crazy. Who would ever say that? No, I think you're right. I, I, we don't have the data, but I, I, that feels right to me. Um, I'll stand by you with that. It's just, it's just, it feels strange because sometimes, um, you go a couple of like a run of episodes where he doesn't mm-hmm. do that or that doesn't really like show up, and then all of a sudden it's in your face and you're like, oh right, <laughs> they're written to be misogynists, and people act like it's just Dean. But Sam does the stuff too. I can't remember yeah. what he said this episode. But I will remember at some point. Maybe I'll put it yeah, in the show notes. Yeah, I think something. I know what you mean. I can't remember um, what it is. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It's like these little added bits, like the junkless sissy thing. Like, why doesn't he just say, listen to me? Like, mm. wh- like they're in they're in a really dramatic conversation mm. and they know each other pretty well by now. Like, they've been, especially now, they've been, like, travelling together. Like, why would he give him that mm. insult? Because... It, he's not he's not doing anything like it's it just doesn't add anything to the fight it, it's just kind of lazy that's a fun point thank you say that it's just like sometimes you're like watching it and you're just like yeah. oh this is written by men <laughs> okay like yeah i suppose this, that's actually a weird thing i i mean and feel free to cut this out if it feels too tangential but i was watching a review the other day that just some random guy like filmed his reaction to watching Dirty Dancing the first time. And um, he was like, yeah, this is weird because like the male lead says stuff that like, I don't think a man would say. And I was like, what stuff? Can you just tell me what stuff? Because I just, just, don't just say that. Like, I, I don't know what you mean by that. Um, I don't know if this phenomenon has a name, but there's this thing about how men like on average can't like empathize with characters who aren't men whereas women are like socialized to empathize with any characters like that are you know protagonists or whatever um just because of like that's weird how many how many more like men are represented in media just because like you literally have to if you want to enjoy media yeah so like you know like i like i feel like it was a like literally a study but i cannot think of anything so so this is just gonna be really half-baked but yeah sorry i think that probably that probably goes across like racial lines as well as like sexualities as well like pretty much everybody can see themselves in a straight white male character and then if you have any kind of identity that isn't that, you just, like, learn to cope with it. But dudes never do because they never have to. And then that makes me want to fucking kill myself. So, love this. Excuse me. I just There's, there's going to be a click on the mic. Yeah, pop that thing. Delicious. Yeah, mm. man, boy. Me and my Turkish Delight energy drink. Fuck yeah, dude. Did you just say Turkish Delight energy drink? Yes, I did. It's delightful. That's that sounds disgusting. <laughs> it was. It's fantastic, and you will rue the day you said those words. <laughs> I I already know about the Turkish delight energy drink. That's why I did not have a response. I'm, I've I'm, been told about it before. And I'm <laughs> curious. 
<laughs> that shit is crazy. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Anyway, um, sorry, Ella, you were saying something and I totally talked over No, you. I was just thinking, um, if you guys feel like being a bit bitchy, do you want to talk about um Jared pretending to be Lucifer, pretending to be Sammy? Oh, God. No, before we get into that, I want to talk about one more cast thing. Okay, okay. Thank you, please. I want to talk about a couple more cast things, actually. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So (laughs) when they're going to the cemetery or like, I just like love the scene, first of all, where Cass is like, we just like, there's nothing, there's nothing to do at this point. Yeah. Uh, And then Dean is like, well, I can't be okay with that. I need to know where they're going to be. And Cass is like, if you go there, all you're going to see is Lucifer killing your brother or Michael killing your brother. And first of all, Love that. Just, like, so bleak. Like, yeah, and the honesty, right? Like, he can't lie, but he's, like, really... Like, he's telling you what you're gonna get. He's just, like, being straight up, dude. He's just, like, being honest. (laughs) Which is, like, also goes back to, like, when they're in the car in the last episode, and he's, like, if you do this, you can't fuck it up. Mm. So I just, first of all, just, like, love that he's so, like, straightforward and, like... Yeah. (laughs) Love that guy. But what I was actually getting to was that when Dean goes, like, I don't care. Like, I need to be there for Sam. Like, even if there's nothing I can do, yeah. I need to, like, be there for my brother. And mm-hmm. at this point, there's no no one on Earth that Cass would go there just to be there for them. Mm-hmm. But this becomes, like, a primary aspect of his character. Like, what, he's always like, I'll oh go with God. you. I'll go with you. I'll be there. And it's like, he learns that here. Oh I'll my go with God. you. I didn't Jesus. even make that connection. Oh, no. I never made that connection. Jess, why would you say that? That's so evil. I was watching it and I was no. like, let me write this shit down. <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> like, I'm gonna blow some minds today. Cass, like, learns all of this, like, Winchester stuff, right? Yeah. Of, like, basically being like self-sacrificing to to, like an insane degree and all of this stuff but he like takes it and then he like filters it through his angel like angelic utility like his need to like treat himself he says he's not a tool but he treats himself as a tool and like oh yeah i don't know it just like makes me fucking crazy to see like all of this winchester shit which is like the least well-adjusted people you've ever met in your life and then you throw that through a filter of like i'm a machine and i'm built for Mm -hmm. one purpose only and like i don't i never act on my own emotions and my own feelings and i never do things because i just want to do them i do them because it's like makes sense to do them or like will further our goal or whatever and then you come out with Cass, who's just like this like insane little dude who i love so much oh it's so great i love like watching this show this way is so fun to just like see all of these things that like end up going into Yeah, what what happens to him, like, way down the line. It's so awesome. Yeah, um, something, <sighs> like, like you were saying, when Dean says, well, I ain't gonna let him die alone, that I started mm. crying then, even though I, like, knew it was coming, even though I've seen this episode, <laughs> like, multiple times, fully started crying. Cash is like, okay, noted. Don't let somebody He's die like, alone. Yeah, literally. Don't let somebody you care about. Cool, cool, cool. I, can I... I hate that you said this to me. I'm never going to be able to, like, forget that you... Okay. The other thing about this is that Cass is, like... he He's, like, absorbs that and immediately uses it. He goes with Bobby. Like, 
it's pretty obvious Dean left alone, right? Yeah. But yeah. then he gets in the truck with Bobby and they both go together. Yeah. So they follow him to Stell Cemetery. I want to know what that conversation was like. Well, it's like they they can't do anything, but Dean says, well, like, what you can do is be there for somebody. And, like, Cass obviously has not, like, Cass thought like, of that cool. as a reason before. Noted. Right. Yeah. But I, I would, I bitterly want to see the conversation where Bobby, <sighs> Bobby and Cass are just, like, standing by Bobby's truck, like. They're like, I guess we should go. <laughs> should we? <laughs> Like an hour later or something, be like, should we go? I think we should go. Should we be there too? Uh, should we? Uh, I guess. I guess. Uh, or Bobby is like, I'm gonna go, and then and then Cass <laughs> like, sure. Also, like, uh, shout out Slut Cemetery, by the way. Slut Cemetery is such a moment. Slut, and it will be forever. And I will. Have you never seen the Slut Cemetery edit? It was my header for a little bit. Oh, the pen, like, actually. um, the sign? Sorry. Yeah, yes, I do. Yeah. The sign yep. for Stell Cemetery has been edited. But it's like, I s- see that all over the place on the internet. Like, Yeah, and they don't even know what they're referencing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, people that don't have no idea it's from They don't know what they're invoking. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like that um image of all the angels falling down. Like it has so many <laughs> notes on Tumblr, but it's like no one knows. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you don't even know. You don't get it. <laughs> and then at the cemetery, when he, uh, uh, king of little ingenuity, ingenuity, he's my he's my little bestest friend. He's like, oh, you know what'll work? Holy oil as a Molotov, Molotov cocktail. Yeah. He's so Genius. smart. I love my guy. And he's like, yeah, no, this is not going to be great. Like, he's going to be back and angry, but you will you'll have time. Hello, Angel Utility. He's like, he's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be good. And then Lucifer's like, no, don't worry about it. I'm already very mad at you. So, <laughs> it's so great. Cass is just so strategic. Like he just pulled that out of his head. Like he's like, what have we got? We got holy oil. He's like, did you just Molotov my brother with holy oil? And Cass is like, uh, no. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like lying, right? You guys said lying. Okay, uh, no. When humans want something really, really bad, which is not dying, <laughs> you lie. Not dying, <laughs> you lie. He's like, please don't explode me again. Too late. Too fucking late. <laughs> He's like, I don't like it. You're getting exploded. exploded. <laughs> Die. <laughs> Die. Yeah, so we get... Is this Cass's second death? Yeah. Yeah, so death total is at two. the angels. <laughs> Continue your song. It's really good. Keep going. It's so sad. <laughs> That's it. Those are the only words I know. Oh, I just like laugh too hard. I have a headache now. Okay. <laughs> He's just so special, and they kill him. They let him die. They explode him. They explode him. <laughs> <laughs> they exploded my boy. <laughs> let him out of there. Uh. Stop doing that to him. <laughs> Stop exploding him. I'm so serious. Stop it. Two deaths and two times he's been exploded by an archangel. Well, the first time we don't know that. It, that Oh, yeah, he was exploded. Michael explodes because him. There was a tooth. Yeah, because yeah. Chuck's like talks about like how he, you know, he has like his tooth in his hair. There was a tooth in his yeah. hair. Yeah. Cass like exploded. He says that. Yeah. He like exploded. exploded. 
Um, do you guys want to touch on Chuck quickly before we get back we, like to the end of the app? Fucking love that guy. Can we talk about like where do you think Chuck is at at this moment? Do you think it's God? Do you think it's Chuck? Do you think it's oh. both or the same thing? Okay. Do we think I, that mm. at some points it's God and some points it's Chuck? Do we know when they knew that Chuck was going to be God? Did they know that no, in this episode? Well, Australian moment. <laughs> What? Do they know? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, I love it. I think it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. It's stomping away. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear the friendly stomp for me quickly. Stomp, 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 stomp. Um, <laughs> sorry about making fun of your accent. Just say sorry. I'm not sorry. I was appreciating it. I'm not making fun of it. I'm loving it. <laughs> Anyway, I feel like I want to. I sometimes I I want to speak with more of an accent to like make it like do it less yeah. special. Do it. No, don't. It's it'll never be less special. It will you always be special it. to me. Just go full crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah, the fact of the matter is that you are you are Australian, and that's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. I think it's Jess. I think it's really beautiful that you're from New Jersey. From the Thank movies. you. Bruce Springsteen, am I right? Yeah. New Jersey from the movies. That's me. You guys don't have enough cultural references to get at me, which is really great. Um, it's good for me. Um, um, apartheid. No, don't try. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know honest. about that one. I gotta be honest, that was the first thing that popped up into my head, and I definitely know more about South Africa than that, so I just had to be real with you. To be fair, to be fair, I have spoken to you about it a lot. <laughs> it comes up. It comes up. The movie Invictus, you remember that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't actually seen Invictus. I wanted I to go see it, it and then somebody didn't want to, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to see Matt Damon try and be an Afrikaans guy, is the thing. And I don't want to see Morgan Freeman try and do Nelson Mandela's, like, very specific idiot. Like, I don't want to hear mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's a, honestly so crazy so. that they that it was Morgan Freeman. They were like, oh, an older black man with gravitas. Yeah, they, yeah. they're yeah. just like, I'm never going to cast anyone from the actual place. Like, Why didn't they cast, like, <laughs> the dude who wrote the Nothing But The Truth? He would have been so good. He wasn't Black Panther. He played Charles' dad. Why didn't they just oh, cast yeah. Nelson Mandela? Um, <laughs> he was dead at that point, Jess, but thank you, yeah. Well, they should have got him back. They have they the technology. Play the role. <laughs> oh man! I hate to to pull the reins, but we're, we definitely need to Let's talk not. about the episode. Um. Okay. So yeah. as I was saying, uh... Cass already died, so I don't know what else we're gonna have. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I was saying, okay. I really am curious as to whether Chuck. they knew it was Chuck yeah. because I feel like Rob Benedict plays it very like. I don't know if menacing Dumb is the white right word, but he seems very knowing at There's the something. end when he's drinking that liquor and fades away. Right, like he seems smug, yeah. right? I'm not the only one who saw that. No, and he, he's he's dressed a little smarter than we've seen him. He's got like a white shirt on and um, yeah. the, like his area isn't as like messy. Um, in he's my in head, an area? <laughs> would you say that he's in an area? <laughs> He's area. Wow. Area up. We really have not. They put my boy in an area. We've not talked about people being areas for a while. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's a lot of good areas in this episode. <laughs> Lots of locations, yeah. Yeah. Situations as well. Situations. Areas. Areas. areas events. Like, uh, places. Events. Costumes. Uh, occurrences. Costumes. We need to get past this. We're never going to... We have to... What do you guys think? Do you think it's Chuck? What's, what, 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 what do you think? I think it's Chuck at points. And then I also think that God is systematically taking him over. And then at the end, that's God. I think that as Ariana once said, God is a woman. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. That was stupid. Thank um, you. That, was, that really added to the conversation. Tell us again what time it is where you are right now. It's 7.30. At 7.30. Cut her some slack, guys, please. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Yeah. When he's on the <laughs> phone with Bean, I'm like, that's that's that's, that's Chuck the prophet. Chuck. Uh, yeah. But the rest of the time, it feels like that's Chuck uh, God. Right. Right. I agree. Like, especially when he's like, I mean, at the end, like, to me, like, that's definitely God. And I'm like, you were so fucked up. And you will die, 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 die. Um, but <laughs> especially when he has that little speech about family. And he's like, and I think it was a test for his Sam and Dean. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. Dipshit. Yeah, yeah. You know and you I mean? did that. You did that. I know that all, the, all that stuff is kind of retroactive, right? Because, like, that's the whole thing of season 15 is like he, this whole time right, he's yeah. been pulling the strings XYZ. Yeah. God is not a villain until season 15. Yeah. Or like Chuck is not a villain. No. You know? Like they're mad at God, but in the way that everybody's mad at God. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have those discussions in like season 12 and stuff. Um, I think that actually mm-hmm. like this watch, like the headcanon that it is just God the whole time like laughing as some dude to to self insert into the story that has felt mm. really strong to me this watch like really yeah i think just because like if, in terms of the end game i can't reconcile mm. like a, a specific point where chuck like sp- like a person called chuck turned into god like i i don't think it because it's not clean i the kind of because he's just like a, st- a crazy guy I'm like, yeah, I can see him just fully pretending. Like, this whole time he's just been acting. Yeah, I guess. I think you have a good point, but I think I perhaps it's a sentimental thing where, like, I like Chuck. I, I want, it. want, him, to be I want him to be a real person, yeah. Which is kind of a sad thing to say, because if so, then he was, like, God's first victim in the Winchester thing, kind of. If you, if yeah. you understand what I mean. Like, he was the first one to be, like, sacrificed yeah. at the altar of this storyline um which is fucked up but you know that's how i like my show yeah i think i would i would be more concrete about that if there was a specific time that i felt like i could point to but i've been watching for it and yeah i yeah i I think on this episode it actually cemented to me the idea that like god is in there at this point yeah already you know like because he's so creepy he's so creepy about it at the end yeah I is even when he says the sweet stuff about oh like family you know like that's the whole point um it's like yeah but you just said that this was a test yeah are you serious are you for real right now anyway something that he says about how like endings are hard and all that kind of stuff has anyone made like 
um, <laughs> an edit that is like that monologue over like footage of like the end of the show. The actual end of I the show. I was wondering. Yeah. I was like, yeah, the fans are going to bitch. I was like, we sure really are. I like love how they write in an excuse for like anybody who doesn't like it. They're like, well, yeah, but we know that you probably wouldn't like it. Like we put it in there. So you can yeah. be mad at us. Like, and it's yeah. just like, fuck you. But they're like, endings are impossible. Yeah. Have the courage of your convictions, dick. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, some people like can write a story from beginning to end. That's real. That's yeah. It, it is hard. It doesn't sound real to me. I'm going to be real to you. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. It doesn't sound real to me. <laughs> it's very difficult. Um, but yeah, no, it has happened. It's been known to happen. Yeah. Um, so sorry about that. But I do love that he's like, the fans are going to bitch. And it's like, yeah, here I am, my podcast bitching. So yeah. <laughs> you weren't wrong, you know? Like, uh, He also, I wanted to note that he also says, there's always going to be holes. And <gasps> he's so right <laughs> to say that. So true. <laughs> Thank you for the shout out. <laughs> I want to, I want to, we spoke a little bit about God. We haven't spoken about God bringing Cass back for the second time. Oh, yeah. Why do you think he does that? Like, what is the usefulness or the interest that he has in Cass? Because he's so great. Because he's, he's great? He's so great, yeah. <laughs> if you think about, like, the end of the show when he's, like, yelling at Cass and he says, like, you know, you're the, the Spanner only... in the works. Yeah, you're the spanner in the works. Yeah. Like, I think at this point it's almost like a what's going to happen next Oh, he's just interested to see his moves. Yeah, like he, like, he kind of had all this stuff set him. up. Yeah, and obviously like his plans for season four and five, for lack of a better phrase, um, like get changed by Cass's actions and it like changes what happens mm-hmm. with Heaven. And so it's, yeah. I, I kind of thought of it as like, yeah, he just kind of wants to see what's going to happen next. He wants to see what Heaven's going to do like without Michael. Like he's just kind of putting things in play to fit how he wants right because yeah he's not taking the reins at this point i mean he could if he wanted to in a lot of ways he does interfere when it suits him yeah um and so i guess are you saying like Cass is a wild card and he throws him back in there just to see what will happen yeah like he doesn't he doesn't hate Cass yet because like i guess Cass everything Cass has done so far has been like good for the plot. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. It's been fun to see and he's been fun to have around. That's fun. I like that. I think that's a fair um understanding. I do really 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 love the end of the um of the episode or, or not the end but the discussion that Cass and Dean have yeah. in the in the Impala. Really good stuff. Solid cast work. Um when Dean asks him if he's gonna go be the new sheriff of heaven, and the cast is like, "Yeah, I like that." <laughs> um, I was like, "Okay, power fantasy." Literally, literally. Like, I, okay, I don't need this for me. Get real. I genuinely um, hate that conversation. Like, it's really? it's great. No, I and not Why like it bugs me. But, like, in just, like, the sadness of it, because it's, like, there's no reason that Cass has to go back to heaven. You know what I mean? Dean right. is just, like, set on, like, well, I have to go, like, do this. I have to, like, go live with Lisa because that's what I'm, like, supposed to want. That's, like, supposed to be my happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cass is, like, well, I guess I have to go back to heaven because I don't really know what else I'm doing. And I'm, like, you guys are friends. Like, take even just, like, the whole like, the Destiel out of it or whatever. It's, like, yeah, these are two right. incredibly lonely people. Chuck says that, like, 
Dean doesn't see Bobby for a long time. And it's just like, what is the deal with this isolation? Like, that is so sad. Like, you've saved the world. Why don't you, like, take some time to enjoy living in it and enjoy, like, the people that you're going to live in it with? Like, this Mm -hmm. ending is, like, so incredibly sad. There's no celebration. There's no joy in preserving all the lives on Earth or anything like that. And it's like, just say to Cass, like, what if you don't go back to heaven? Like, what if you stay here? What if we hang out? You know? Because... I like spending time with you. There was a whole episode about how we had such a nice time spending time together. And it's just like, it's so sad to me that they're just like all kind of set on doing all of this stuff that's like not going to make anybody happy. And it's like, what would you rather have peace or freedom? How about just like a little like enjoyment? How about just like something that's going to make me smile? Oh, it's so sad. That question drives me crazy. Wait, I want to come back to that, to that, to that quote. Um, But I think that the reason... I don't know if it is it really explained, but Cass being so keen to go back to heaven, I always thought of it as kind of like just him reverting to default because like he was cut off from heaven. So it's mm-hmm. like he's kind of like all of a sudden like, wow, you know, he could probably hear Angel Radio again and all that kind of stuff. So he's kind of like, well, I'll go back to heaven. Um, but yeah, I totally mm-hmm. agree because it's, I can see Dean self-isolating or, you know, mm-hmm. just wanting to go to Lisa and wanting like, not wanting to be reminded of all these things to do with Sam. And I'm sure like the same thing with Bobby, like he's probably, you know, they say Bobby's like goes on a Ruguru hunt, but I'm sure he was just drunk that whole week between (laughs) then and the hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Like he lost his son. Yeah. I, I, I almost like, I guess it wouldn't really work to like quickly wrap up the episode, but I, I wish we did see more of um, Dean and Bobby's grief. And I, th- I think to a certain extent it gets skipped over. Yeah. I just think it's like, there's something so sad about the fact that like, I, that Sam dies, kills himself, sacrifices mm. himself, whatever. Mm. And then like mm. the whole family breaks up. You know what yeah. I mean? Which right. like, I just like, it doesn't have to be that way, but it would take one of them saying like, we're not going to all go our separate ways. And, like, I think that that would come down to Dean, but he's obviously not, like, in a position to do that. But, like, Cass obviously would go back to heaven. Yeah. Um, and I think mm-hmm. something that's really compelling to me about Cass is that he he doesn't ever, like, fully turn his back on heaven. Like, oftentimes when he doesn't know what he's doing, he'll go and, like, try to connect with the angels and, like, mm-hmm. try to mm-hmm. do something with them because he is an angel and, like, that's his existence like that totally makes sense and i don't really agree when people are like well he should just be human and only care about humans i'm like well i don't know about that yeah yeah i think it's it's more nuanced it's literally one of my giant pet peeves but he's also not like gonna act on his own desires because he doesn't really like engage with them that way so he would need like either bobby or dean to say to him like why don't you just like stay here yeah but the thing is, I do think that there is a desire to go back. But also, I want to talk about the the fact that, like, Dean is like, oh, what? So you're just going to do whatever God wants right now just because he gave you, like, he gave you your powers back and you're more powerful now or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then Cass just looks at him like, like, no, dude. And he's yeah. like, I'm doing this because it feels like, or it seems like the right thing to do. Yeah. Why is it the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Why does he have to take responsibility for the mess in heaven? Is it because, like, inadvertently he was involved in Michael getting lost in there? He's not an archangel. Like, why is this a personal 
thing that he takes upon himself. Like, well, I yeah, I feel like these things kind of get explored a bit in season six. I would say, like, I would love to see more about that because yeah. that's re- I, it. Just doesn't really make sense to me. Um, like, I can see a lot of sentimental reasons for him to go back. Like, he would want to go back for I don't know to see his garrison or because it's what he's always known hey jack welcome back um (laughs) yeah yeah or like to at least investigate like not necessarily um to be any kind of leader just to see what's happening there did we lose elsa did jack kill elsa (laughs) So please respond if you're alive. Hey, sorry, I just had to pick Jack up and close. Oh, okay. It kind of sounded like Jack swiftly murdered you. Yeah, maybe just like took you the took you (laughs) out. (laughs) She could if she wanted to. I trust her too much. Um, What do you guys think about the peace or freedom line? Because I. That's... I think I rotate that line in my mind a lot um, when I'm kind of reflecting uh, on this as a whole. I love the the idea that you can't have one and the other. That's terrifying to me. Like, God won't let you have one and the other. You have to pick. I do think that, like, it's very worth investigating and I, I, I wish they had a little bit more because that's an insane position to take right like you you cannot have both yeah is as a show like this is what you picked all right i mean i guess yeah it's and and like i guess they've already explored in the show this season that what peace would look like is like dying and being in heaven right like there's like that all those conversations with Mm. pamela and like Cass saying that like it's paradise and all that kind of stuff but then freedom what what is freedom in the like in this universe messy right like nobody freedom knows freedom is messy and and also going to the suburbs i i don't know like i i don't really see how freedom is either like the hunting life which is also very strict like stringent and full of limitations and rules that could get you killed if you overstep your bounds like the community will come and find you and get you um and then there's also like the idea that maybe if you escape and have the quote-unquote apple pie life which is a phrase that i'm so tired of hearing and saying that yeah guys do you know what freedom is freedom is the length of a rope (laughs) so they tell me (laughs) that's genuinely i think one of the like like i'm very glad that they have that because it does connect back to this and like you need to you can't just leave a line like that hanging about because that's the whole thing for season six cats right he's he's thinking about what freedom is what justice is like what's worth it you know what's the point and i don't know it's kind of crazy that he starts with the struggle and he he opens it up to dean like no but what 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 will you want and then he pieces out because great line well they had that conversation was at the end of last season where he says like um, you know, what's worth saving, you know, I, mm. like, what does he say? Like, you only see suffering or whatever. Oh. 
he sees anger and confusion yeah, and suffering. Yeah, and it's like, so he, he starts to ask those questions and yeah, yeah, like from now on we see him kind of, I guess he tries different things <laughs> to say the least in season six. Like he, That's, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he does try different things. That's actually, I think, one of the most frustrating things about people making his whole journey about Dean. Um, yeah. Is like, because it's not like Dean's there for part of it, and surely, like, he definitely has a significant influence, but it's not, he didn't, like, he didn't do everything he did for Dean or because of Dean. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was because he was trying to figure out what is right and what's wrong. Uh, so, <laughs> I just had like really intense, I don't know, I just thoughts, but I'm just gonna hold them in because. Done. Please yeah, don't. literally hold that in because we don't want to talk about that AU shit here. <laughs> well, it's just really applicable. I love an AU. It's really I just, applicable. Beachy, just, just it like, literally is a knot. Beachy? <laughs> Who is casting that? Honestly, what is that cast? Really? No, I, I will... He's not my guy. He's I don't know that guy. guy. I, I don't know. I've never met that. that guy before in my <laughs> We're life. just going to have to agree to disagree because there's a part... This, uh, this yeah. is just a conversation. This is just for us. So there's a part at the end when <laughs> Dean is joking that, like, he's the reason that Cass, like, has, like, left his family and all this kind of stuff. And Cass is like, you're not the reason. Like, if, if you drop dead tomorrow, I wouldn't go back. <laughs> and... <laughs> pretty good actually never and then dean is like oh okay yeah i guess and he's like you know he's basically saying that he's like the catalyst but he's not the reason and i think Mm. that it is applicable to canon Cass. i just love when Cass is like you got what when dean is like what why don't i get anything good and Cass is like you got exactly what you wanted this is exactly what you you wanted right yeah and i'm just like I don't know. Something about that like really gets me, and I love it so much. It's like Dean. Maybe you should have asked for something good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, like I get it. I get why Dean asked for the things he did. Yeah, but it's but... like you were promised paradise if you did what the angels wanted, and you emphatically did not want that. So he's like, "Why now are you? Mm-hmm. Why? Why are you so I mad now?" Yeah. This was always the deal. I just think that's, like, so great because it's, like, it makes sense that Dean is, like, this sucks. Like, I just lost my brother and everything blows and I want something good to happen. And Gas is, like, it, yeah. but this is your reward. This is what you wanted. Yeah. It's crazy. But, like you said, like, what he wanted, I, I don't think, I don't think Dean is actually very connected to what he wants. No, no. Really good point. Sorry. What he asked for is a, yes, is a better yes. way to... Yeah, because that's why Cass doesn't understand the difference. Like, oh boy, you know what Jeez. I mean. Like at this oh, point, yeah. he doesn't understand. Like they, um, you know, in my bloody Valentine, we like asked him, like you know, why he doesn't hunger for anything, and he's just taken that as you know, as gospel from Dean. Like, okay, well, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't think he really realizes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when he realizes that. When do you think he realizes that there's that dissonance? This is too deep. We can talk about I, this later. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, when when we think we see the moment, I think we can talk about it. Yeah. Do you guys want to want to talk a little bit about the brother stuff of it all? Because, I mean, that's the meat of the episode. There's a yeah. lot of brother stuff. There's just a lot of it. It's one of those things that I think I don't... 
I don't rewatch this episode because I I think like that stuff really gets to me like and it's like upsetting and so I'm not like I'm gonna chuck this episode on for a bit of fun even though like the cast stuff is so fun. Mm. I will say I love how at the sort of towards the beginning of the episode Dina's like yeah I mean it's not on me Mm -hmm. to let you do anything like sorry I've been like so all over your case all the time man uh anyway I trust you to make your own decisions and it's like this literally never comes into play ever again (laughs) literally I I get I I was about to say it makes me so angry because he has this whole he says you're a grown well overgrown man uh if this is what you want I'll back your play and then he goes you're not a kid anymore Sam and I can't keep treating you like one maybe I gotta grow up a little bit too like yeah you do (laughs) I'm glad that they realize that (laughs) you definitely should (laughs) And it is fucked up, like, that watching over Sam it was his job and, like, who he was or whatnot. Like, that's bad. Yeah. I get it. But, like, if he can recognize at this point that he should grow up, it's really disappointing to me that the rest of the show doesn't allow him to. It's so upsetting. It's so, so upsetting. It's just the thing we've talked about before where, like, they keep having to get set back to a certain point because... Like mm-hmm. any kind right. of permanent character development seems to, I don't know, scary. And I, it's probably just a symptom as well of like the show going on as long as it does that they didn't really figure out what to do. Because like at this point, we've had a lot of character developments like every season, you know, like I think especially with Sam so far and like Dean mm-hmm. after Hell, there's kind of certain points that things really change for them. And yeah, I really like that conversation. It's it's sad. It's anytime they reference like Dean kind of obviously feeling like he raised Sam and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Like we talked about that a bit um a few episodes ago, but I don't know, that stuff just like gets me cuz like he they're so weird. <laughs> like they have such an interesting dynamic. I yeah. They do ha- like there's no way for them not to have a weird dynamic. Yeah. But I really am a little bit obsessed with how the show is like, hey guys, um, you may remember, you may not, that we've been trying really hard to push these parallels. <laughs> so we're just going to recap them for you. Dean is Michael. <laughs> Lucifer <laughs> is Sam. <laughs> and then they have the fight and the discussion and Lucifer presents the possibility of walking off the chessboard, quote unquote. Mm. Like not doing what dad wants or whatever but in practice the the person who like the the, it's dean who actually says to sam like let's not do this like let's not i don't know i don't know how to explain what i'm trying to say here the dean is the one with the with the faith and not following the plan and which is which is strange to me like he's the one who's like, well, we can get you out afterwards or stuff like that. And maybe I'm not making a good point at all. I, I just thought it was weird. I feel like when he mentioned, like when Sam specifically says, you know, you can't try get me out. It's almost like Dean right. had that plan in his head and Sam's like mm-hmm. calling him on it. Yeah, he definitely you know, for sure. That's did. why he kind of, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like fun where he reacts like, hey, well, I didn't agree with that. It's like, well, of course that's included. Like stop trying to like sneak you know sneakily have like a separate plan to the one that you guys already decided it's not a separate plan it's an extended plan he's just saying like in future i'm gonna do this thing i think that's fair i do think it's like extremely awesome that they go through this whole thing sam says goodbye to everybody he's like i'm gonna die forever 
uh, but the world would be saved. Dean can't ever save me. Bye, Cass. Bye, Bobby. Here I go, off yeah. to my death. And then by the end of the episode, he's back on the screen. He's like, it doesn't even take until the next season. It's like literally, it's like maybe three minutes later. It's like, oh, there's Sam. The first time I watched that, I like obviously knew that he came back to life, but I was like, what the fuck? He's literally just right there. Like it, it right kind there. of un- it like undercuts all the heaviness that we've just witnessed. Like of all those conversations. Obviously, it's a mystery and it like keeps you on the on the hook. It, it does make it weirder though, right? Because like Sam presents to Dean, "Go live a normal life. Hmm. I will not be around," you know. And then Dean goes and does that, and Sam's like, "Dope. I will not be around for your normal life. I already tried. I can't do this. I'm out." Mm-hmm. like but he expects dean i know dean normal boy number one crazy but he expects him to be like to live suburbanly are you serious that guy normalist. That's so funny normal expectation <laughs> normalist man i don't know it's just it's just a, a weird thing to me that he i mean it makes sense when you watch season six but like at this point like that he's just like i'm gonna exclude myself from this it must have been like, a that crazy so like awful. few months in between seasons i don't remember how many months it would have been yeah. at the time but the speculation of like how he's back like why he, well and also like they wouldn't have known that that, that is must sam have been they probably probably they would have thought that it's lucifer you oh know? yeah oh, that's a fair that like yeah, lucifer right. is actually especially because he walks take. off yeah, yeah. Mm crazy um i want to talk about something that's less crazy yes but also kind of also crazier mm-hmm. dean putting rock of ages on oh my god okay. that was every, so funny <laughs> every single time i think it's gonna be pretty fly for a white guy um because they sampled that intro and i only knew that song before i knew this song um the first time i was really like what and then it like something else. <laughs> um, he would never listen to that. It's too young for him. Um, yeah. But I I do need I need to know because the music is playing when he has his little very slow like drive in because it's kind of hilly. He can't really yeah. rush in, <laughs> and it's playing really loud. And Michael and Lucifer both look at him like, "What the fuck is he doing?" And then the next thing, next episode, it's not playing. The next episode, the next scene, he's it's not playing. So at some point, he had to like shut it off. I think he like turns and the I want to see off, that. I guess, but yeah, I want to see. I want to see the awkward like post. <laughs> Am I interrupting something? Like there's like the fumbling of switch off the car. Right. He gets out I of the car. Says the sassy line. Gets back in the car. Switches it off. <laughs> Hold on one second. Yeah. <laughs> what a loser. That's all I had to say on that. It's amazing to me. I already said this before, but like I, the way that they kind of frame this as Sam, this being like an ending that works for Sam and especially him justifying it for himself and like thinking that he deserves this, like that makes me so upset. And I, I, I really, I really can't rectify the, like the knowledge that I have about the fandom that there are so many people who say like, agreed. Well, so many people say, like, you know, seasons one to five, that's they're the best, which I'm not, I don't disagree with that. But then they say, you know, the show should have ended there. And it's like, 
how can you like Sam and Dean to an extent, but Sam as a person and like be happy with this ending for him? Um, we talked a bit last episode, I think, that like the sentiment around Sam at the time was very like mm. he really, really fucked up. And we, especially, even though obviously like, especially Jess loves to just like um, <laughs> maybe rib on Sam a bit more than he deserves, but no, that's fine. Um, he deserves it exactly as much as I give it to him. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, a lot of our, like, we're quite sympathetic to um, the perspective. And it I think the show is just, it's so cruel to me. Like, the thought of, like, obviously we do see Sam at the end. But I think when people talk about it ending, they're like, yeah, well, you know, he killed Lucifer or, like, locked him in the cage and... You know what I mean? Like, he mm-hmm. saved the day in mm-hmm. that self-sacrificing way. And that's just so fucking grim to me. Like, that is just so empty and terrible. Yeah, that is crazy. Do you guys have any thoughts about it? I think that's exactly how Sam expects things to play out. Like, he doesn't expect to have a neighbor in the world. We often talk about Dean as, like, hopeless guy number one. But I actually... You know, like... Yeah. I think Sam is weird he has a lot of faith but maybe not a lot of hope i don't know how else to put it like he or maybe the other way around i don't i don't know like he has a he puts a lot of stock in doing the right thing but it's a lot of it a lot of the right thing for him relies on self-sacrifice and i don't think he can truly trust something unless he's suffering for it like the right way has to come hard yeah i think late i feel like later on he gets a better sense of like having faith and hope in like them um and that's like a theme that kind of comes back but yeah at this point it's it's really just like i i fucked up i need to fix it and it's just like okay but you you were so manipulated this is all (laughs) manipulation it's just like so upsetting (laughs) yeah no it's it's just, I don't know, to me, it, it like, I don't think Sam trusts, I, I don't think Sam trusts the any easy way. Like, I think he practically killed himself trying to get into Sanford, and I think he, like, he worked his ass off to get there. Yeah. And once he was there, he worked his ass off to keep going, you know? And ever since then, everything's been difficult and awful, since, like, things crashed and burned there. And so, like, even when things don't go well, like he's expecting that, but when things do go well, he doesn't expect that to come without pain or suffering. So I think this makes sense to him in his head. Yeah. Cause I, I really like the concept that, cause obviously at this point we don't know, you know, Chuck's doing all this or whatever. I, I like the concept that, you know, these two humans are, you know, doing things a bit differently to how the angels would do it. And they've done that this whole time. Cass has done that, you know, mixed it up, shaken it all up. And it's like, conceptually it's it's really fun to me like they thwarted the plans you know they figured out a way Mm. for things not to go the way that heaven wants it or hell wants it and that's fun but then it's like yeah sam what okay so like we see sam has like now all this hell trauma like (laughs) he yeah and like they talk like later on like they get really specific about things that like lucifer has done to him and it's like, how is that? I don't know. That just doesn't feel fair. And I feel like the show is kind of framing it as, yeah, this is fair. This is. Fair. It really is just like fucked up and evil. Uh, <laughs> like watching this stuff with 
Lucifer, like, taking control of his body and stuff like that, it is genuinely very upsetting. I'm like, that's, I don't like it. I actually don't like it. <laughs> oh, oh, something I thought of, I had in my notes. Um, So, you know, that scene with Lucifer, how there's the people and, you know, he's like, look, Sam, these are all the people. Were those people, like, possessed by demons and then, like, the demons have just been in their bodies this whole time? Or was it, like, an illusion that Lucifer was, like, showing? Because, like, the girl who was his prom date is, like, in a prom dress. So it's like, okay, so that whole time she was actually possessed and, like, do you know what I mean? His teacher. Like, I'm just thinking about... Didn't age or change? Yeah, I'm just thinking about the timeline. Like, that's all, like, way in the past at this point. And it's like, were those people just possessed by demons this whole time? I don't know. I guess it doesn't make sense for them to still be around. Right. Actually. Be- now that you mention it, it doesn't like not at all. Azazel's been taken down for ages. Yeah. And it's like, are they just, have they just been fucking around doing like evil demon shit? Cause that also doesn't really make sense. Like a lot of the demons that we've come across are like either doing specific things or like a lackeys for people, right. you know, like, especially yeah. after Azazel, like right. wouldn't, what would their like calling and their reason for being on earth? Like the, She's literally in the prom dress. So that's what it made me think. I was like, it, it makes more sense to me that this is like an illusion that he's like demonstrating. But the way the scene plays is like, no, no, these are like real people in the room with us right now that I've, that I'm demonstrating mm-hmm. to you, like that I've controlled, you know, all these things mm-hmm. in your life or whatever. But yeah. And I just thought that was weird. I don't know. It is weird. I I do think that's a good point. I do think then in that case, I do believe it's, maybe like some kind of illusion or whatnot that Lucifer did just to make things worse for Sam, like break his will or what, or something like yeah. force him to <laughs> force him to be a part of their demise and like very cruel ways that he kills them. Like some of them are basically just guts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. After that, it's, it's pretty bad. Not great. Not fun to think about actually. <laughs> Gonna be honest with you. Do you want to do, like, a car corner in regards to all the Impala stuff going on in this episode? Any, any like, car-related thoughts? Oh, uh, no. I don't have any. I'm like, okay, cool. It's a car. They covered it. In the, they covered it. In the I feel like they got it. I feel like if you want that, you should just watch it. it. It's, it's, you know, it's nice. Just watch it. It's a good episode. Yeah. Sorry, I was on the Supernatural Wiki for Lucifer's Cage just now. Did you know that they have a TikTok? Supernatural Wiki? They have a... There's a TikTok. What? I don't know what's going on there. What are they TikToking? I'm clicking link. TikTok.com forward slash at get fandom. Maybe it's just the fandom stuff? Okay, so it's all fandom stuff. Just whatever. The Supernatural Wiki has not added us to the podcast page, even though... um, Even though they said they would. That's okay, you'll be alright. Did they say they would? Yeah, they were like, yeah, sure. I was thinking about messaging them again. <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Don't message them again. We don't need them. Um, I want to be on the list. Everyone else is on the list. <laughs> I think if we haven't been around for like a year. So maybe once we're around for like a year. No, like other new podcasts are there. Like I, I, I've seen it with my own eyes. God, why are there so many new podcasts at this point? Like the show's been over for two years and we're just like, yeah, so that stuff is <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't think oh, we can talk man. like No, that's why I'm saying like why yeah. are there so many of us? What's wrong with us? What I'm actually what I'm actually asking. We got issues. We got issues. 
truly cast in this episode, like, he deserved so much better than the way they treated him. Do you guys want to talk about the Cass, are you God part? Oh, yes. That was so stupid. He never should have said that. Because, like, not to Destiel on Maine, but, like, what the fuck? What? I, I know he's, like, so shocked, but... He just gave him an idea that he never should have. That was a really bad idea. Don't say that to him. You shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I feel that. like that part is, like, pretty random and funny. I I don't know why he thought that or said that. I want to know. What was the deal there? Why did you say that? Um, It's a fun demonstration of, like, their rapport because, like, Cass is just, like, no, no, like, you know, but thanks for the compliment or whatever. Like, he's <laughs> like, that's nice. Like, Cass doesn't really, like, realize that that's an insane thing to say. He's just like, oh, yeah, this is just normal conversation. Whereas, like, Dean's, like, having a full on crisis about, like, existence because he saw him get exploded. Yeah. I want to know, like, why Dean, I guess the, the thought is, like, he's been killed twice and he's been back. Um, and, but, but then, like, none of, Cass's emotional crises throughout the season make sense. And at that point, if Cass is, or sorry, if Dean is asking Cass, are you God? He must think, he's been faking all of the emotional crises I was counseling him through. (laughs) He was like, oh, God's not helping. And it was you? And you were helping? And you were being really sad about all of it. I wonder if that was like a fan theory at the time. Yeah, maybe. They just addressed it. They were like, no. Like, maybe they put that in there because it, it does feel so random when you're watching it for him to ask that. It's interesting, too, in the context of, like, season six and the man who would be king. Like, Dean is, like you said, it's like he's really questioning something core about Cass. And, like, mm. it would, if he was God, it would be, like, a major, you know, betrayal of trust. Right. And yeah. It's yeah. like they're, they're at that point where, like, Dean even cares kind of like it's like he's he's interrogating that because it's like Cass is a person who's important to him right because he put work in he like put work in to help him feel better he was like I spoke to you about deadbeat dads you can't be doing this you can't, if you are yeah, God yeah. then that's yeah. not okay they've um, been through things at this point yeah right yeah well like Cass had a whole friggin breakdown about God not being right. there so exactly so it would be really messed up if he was in fact God yeah like that would be not cool kind of funny though <laughs> it would make him even more <laughs> of funny than, like God already is in the show you know it would be a funny move yeah no it would be good if Cass is like lol yeah it was me the whole time <laughs> <laughs> I could have changed everything no I didn't hee <laughs> hee <laughs> I feel like that is totally a direction the show could have gone. That's hilarious. Actually. I'm glad they did it. I I would be so sad. I love him so much. Um, well, you know, like 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 Gabriel, like they're like, yeah, he's the trickster. He's a trickster, and then they're like, oh yeah, psych. Just kidding. This is retroactively, yeah. That was fun. I'm glad they did that. He's he's too bad at lying though. He would have to be playing like five D chess, if, like to have been God the whole time. <laughs> Uh, let's face it god would have liked it if he was cast because then dean would have had maybe some romantic interest in him (laughs) (laughs) and not just like annoyance and like like he's confusion like what is is wrong with you in summation i would like to say this episode's a lot there's actually too much to talk about i would love to talk about it more 
but I feel like I feel like you know there's so much to mine here and I think we've we've stayed true to our focus you know like this is about Cass we're talking about his deal um yeah it's hard when like I think we have touched on this in the past but like trying to just talk about Cass can be hard when he's so important right (laughs) um because it's so it's all so interconnected and especially when it's like a really important episode like this um, I'm sure in the future, as Cass is just like some dude they're bringing on a case, we'll be able to like not touch on everything in the episode because it's not like. I actually, I cool. actually think the reverse is is true because like now I get to dip into the rather drama, but I can. There's enough okay. to talk about with Cass. Like I don't. Right. Yes. I, we don't have to fill the episode with other stuff. Sorry. I wonder if we'll weird. ever come to an episode that's like the the kind of cross section of like terribly written and not like in a funny way like in a disappointing way <laughs> and also Cass is only in like a minute I'm pretty sure we will we'll see we'll see it will be interesting Jess will you get us out of here Bye-bye. okay um then in that case Ella I will ask you what is your salt mine damn okay <laughs> it, we- <laughs> Maybe I didn't write anything. Um, okay, okay. I think my salt mine is just what I already ranted about for like 20 minutes. That I don't think Sam deserves... I nearly called him Sammy. I don't think he deserves um, <laughs> what the plot and the writers seem to think. Because they're like, look, it's a tragedy. And we're like, yeah, cool, it's a tragedy. But like, why do you hate him? why do you think he's like evil to his core why i don't know same thing we talked about last week yeah 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 i think it's just like you can have an interesting story here where like that's something that's explored but i don't know i don't know it just makes me feel icky because i i like sam and i i don't (laughs) I don't I don't want him to be in hell. I don't want him to be stuck there. I know he's out now, but you know, like you know. Yeah. Emotionally right now, no. You know? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. yeah. And how about you, Elsa? Um I'm gonna say I feel bad for Adam and I miss hearing oh, him. Oh yeah. Name. Oh, I forgot to even talk about Adam and I wanted oh, to. Sorry. Okay, oh, do you want to talk like about the it show, for a We have forgotten I just yeah. like I really like Adam. I think Jake Abel is a great actor, and He's I think good. it's such a shame that the Percy Jackson movies were such a flop because like I really he was good in them. Character actor who showed up in a lot of things. He was good in those movies as well. Like a lot of it was bad, but like he did a good job. Yeah, I feel like he is in so many um like teen things. Like he was mm-hmm. in Percy Jackson, but then he was in The Host. I am number oh, four. Like, wow. Um, well, you know, Supernatural, like, The Lovely know. Bones. Like, he's in, like, a lot of things that were, like... His was agent he? was like, we will get know. you in a flop, so don't even worry about it. That's so sad. <laughs> oh, man. Because he's so... He is genuinely really good. Oh, He's man. good. When will he get an Oscar-winning role? Like, that's what I want to know. Um, I don't need him to be an Oscar-winning role. I just want him to, like, show up in things, you know? I, yeah, yeah, like, he's a... I'm not oh, God, he's it. on Walker. That's, like, the most recent thing that he's Never done. mind. I take it back. Hey, ass. <laughs> because we're not buying his hot sauce. He has to, he has to pay rent.
I need to say about Adam that, like, yeah. I miss him being there. Like, I the dynamic between Adam and Sam and Dean, one of the most interesting ones the show has ever presented. Really good. And then they did, like, next to nothing with it. <laughs> how many, off the top of your head, how many episodes do you think he's in? Like, five. As Yeah, it's five. Well done, wow. thank you. Thank you, Ilsa. Wild. You're welcome. Um, something I really noticed this time is that, like, I think he actually does a really good job of playing the same Michael when he comes back. Like, obviously that Michael mm-hmm. has changed, but it really felt like the same guy who ha- is having this conversation with Lucifer. Yes, yeah, um, even though he's like such a young guy, like, he, like you said, he just does like a really good job. Like, he brings all this gravitas to it that like feels really real and like cold. Do you think he went back and, and watched his own performance because it was like 10 years ago and he was like, all right, this is the vibe for the dude. I remember now. Yeah, he's like, what am I doing? Probably. Oh. He's like, what? Um, maybe he's um, just like that. Maybe he's like not really being a good actor, but like that's his default. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope that's not the case. I do. I really enjoy like I, I enjoy Adam as a character a lot and I, I really miss him i wish that they mm. i wish that we had adam and mary in the same season like i wish that Ooh. that that had happened Damn. i i really would have loved it i would have eaten it up um because that's a complex relationship but like they might understand like they might not told be, mary about that like they might not be connected and like intertwined in a crazy enough way like, they might be able to understand each other because they're not so close. And I would have loved to see that. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and his mum got killed. Like, he's, he, he's looking for a mum. But I hope not. Yeah, but Mary's not the one. She doesn't even want to be a mum yeah, her own so kids. It would have <laughs> been interesting, like, to play on that. Ugh. Would be awesome to see her he reject would... him as well. And be like, no, thank you. I honestly think he would he would reject her as possibly a mother as well. He would be like, no, I already have to, no, I'm not going to deal with another of John no Winchester's thanks. family members. Another Winchester. No, that's all right. You know, um, in the Righteous Gemstones, when they're like, like the dad of them is like, oh, I'm seeing somebody. And they're all like, you're cheating on mama. <laughs> and their mom died like a while ago. That's honestly how I feel about John Winchester. I'm like, oh, you're cheating on Mary. <laughs> right and that's exactly how sam and dean seem to feel about it as well which is very funny yeah um at least for the first while like dean gets over it um in that right episode but sam is very much like this is so messed up um, but it's like there's it's fucked up that he like hid adam from them yeah but it's not yeah. fucked up for him to have had another kid that's the thing that's what makes it so like malicious because it's like especially there's like an age gap and like uh, what what is he like does did adam's mom not know anything about him having other kids like what did she think like it's just not how people operate like that's the dirtbag part of it yeah yeah because it's like he he would have been actively keeping that from everybody what what i really love i have to say is like the fact that even in the episode all about like the milligans we don't get any clarity about what is true about the story and what's not because we get it from we get a ghoul instead of adam like that's awesome that was a good move um but i would i would have loved to see adam 
continue to be in the show. That's basically it. That's all I have yeah, to say. Adam's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Another one. He's like, I think Adam and Kevin could be a lot of fun because they would just be like, you know what? Fuck oh, these yeah, guys for real. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been awesome. I, um, uh, Adam and Kevin, like, should have, like, been the ones to, like, kill God at the end or something. Like, they should have, they could have got, like, everybody who had been so screwed over by the narrative and just, like, had their lives destroyed somehow, like, (laughs) team at the end. Yeah. And, like, like, we always joke about killing the Winchesters, but, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, God is, like, the one putting all these things in motion. I don't know. Mm. I mean, you can do both, you know? Um, what about you, Jess? Did What's you get to talk mine? out your salt mine enough, Elsa? I, I did. It's very that. succinct. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. What's yours, Jess? Uh, mine is absolutely Dean calling Cass a drunkless sissy. Fuck you. Say this. I hate you. Die, <laughs> bitch. You know okay. what? I'm glad your brother died. I hope you feel really <laughs> bad about it. <laughs> no, not even. <laughs> um, the URL oh, yes. drunkless sissy is available. Grab um, it. Grab it, grab it, grab it, grab it, grab it. We're I'm not one to it. hoard URLs. I never want to, like... I hoard URLs like a bitch. I, I'll do it if you Yeah, want. I have a bunch. And I am I know I'm not going to use them. I should just get rid of them, but... I, I have I them. I do it. have them. Um, um, okay. Heart lockets, heart lockets. Who wants to go first? Ella, I think you Ella, should. you go. Oh, I oh. should? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think... My heart locket is really when Cass is like not having any of Dean's shit. Like Dean's been really mean to him all episode and he's been like, all right, you know, he's going through a lot. But then mm. when they're having that conversation and Cass like tells him he got exactly what he asked for, more of the same, and he asks him if he wants peace or freedom. Like that's an incredible line and I'm never going to get over it. Love it, love it, love it. Love so it. good. Good. He's an icon. He's an icon. He absolutely doesn't get better. Ella. <laughs> he is just like they we've said it before, but like he's just the best character of all time, maybe. Um mm. like the the way that really? like his perspective influences like all of these conversations, like D- Dean and Bobby like are very much kind of not on the same page, but they have a lot of the same issues. So like if it was oh, just yeah. those two, they'd just go around in circles, but <laughs> Throughout this episode, like, like, yeah, like you said, like, Cass is like, you don't have to be mean, you know. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, there's nothing you can do. Like, he's kind of really pushing up against what, like, Dean is trying to talk about, I guess, the whole time. Uh, I, hmm, I think it's just the, it is the part where he says like oh i'm supposed to lie i love i love that i love the performance i think it's really funny like it's supposed to be kind of like grim but like i I think he does a good job of really looking like oh Cass is trying to lie and he's so like bad at it i enjoyed that that's in my heart locket this week i'm glad I thought it was a little cheesy, so I'm glad somebody liked it (laughs) sorry no it's like that's why it's funny because it's like yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. I'm with he's you. He's really trying to like be a human or something. Like he's trying to put this personality on, and it's like he can't do it. He, he's just an open book. It's like, it's like, buddy, you're bad at this. Stop. <laughs> I have to say, probably my favorite one is when Cass is like, "That's not possible," <laughs> which is very <laughs> yeah. funny because what Sam doesn't say just like 
he doesn't say like keep them safe or like make sure nothing happens to them. He says take care of these guys, okay? He's and like, for Cass no. to say that's not possible to that is very funny. Because he's not wrong. He's like these guys, it's impossible to take care of them. They can't be taken care of. They're not gonna let me do that. And I choose to believe that's not just because it's impossible to take care of any human being, but it's yeah. specifically because it's impossible to take care of Dean and Bobby. Specifically yeah, I, these two. I think he's like, yeah, they're not gonna let me do that, dude. <laughs> just like... Yeah, like, these these guys will not let me take care of them. Sorry. That's not possible. Now I'm just a bit sad, because I'm thinking about what we were talking about earlier, like, how this is the first time that Cass is like, you know, basically like, I'll go with you. In, not the first time, but... Obviously, this is where he like, learns i'll go with you well, yeah this is where he's like oh even if there's nothing i can do not only am i making a decision to be on your side i'm making a decision to literally just be there mm-hmm. um and it's like the same way like he he does like look after dean he's saying yeah. it's not possible but like and then he does it loser. They're, they're literally boy besties for the next like 10 years at this point <laughs> it's the one command he has not failed to keep. Stop Hello. it. Get out of here. And, and and like arguably all these things that he does in season six, like he's, you know, he says are basically for Dean and, and to keep the apocalypse from not happening again, which is because of Dean, like, you know, because of his influence. So it's just like these little throwaway lines, like sometimes they're just like so heavy because there's just so much show to like <laughs> yeah. mean like things yeah i don't know damn how about you what is yours what what is yours hard locket hard locket us i just said yeah yours was yeah oh what we were just talking about that's not possible it's it's another part of the scene that i picked so your ella's was so quick yeah it got lost somewhere over the atlantic ocean you know what happened is i was transmitting to you yeah, I was busy saving Junkless Lucy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there was something else that I thought of this season would be good. Oh, uh, this episode. Um, Devils in Detroit, I feel like it's a good URL. That's pretty fun. Or like a band name. Sure. It, I mean, Devils in could Detroit. Be, could be very good. Could be very um, powerful. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing all that, that. Is that, are we, are we, is that, is this episode? Are we good? I think this is episode. I think this is 522 <laughs> Swan Song. Wow. I hope you guys don't feel as crazy as I do. Um, this is not an episode that they should have made. It was evil of them to do this. I think it's fine. You think it was fine? You're wrong. I feel weird about this episode because it's not one that I... I don't think, like, this is a great episode. Like, we talked about, like, things that we didn't like in the script and all this kind of stuff, but, like... It's still a very important episode, like one of the most important in the whole show. So yeah, hopefully we did touch on everything that we thought of. I'm gonna probably like wake up in a cold sweat in two hours and be like, oh, something I forgot. This. Yeah. Well, it's a big episode. So the good news is, if you guys want to say stuff about this episode, this is why the wrap up episode exists. You can hit us up. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, if you're scared that we won't, yeah. Yeah, so our next episode, I guess, will be the wrap-up, right? Yes, it surely will. But in the meantime, you can send us everything. Everything you want, forever. Send us your thoughts on season five. Money. 
whatever you're thinking about season six, you can do that Spaces. on Tumblr at the cast cast. You can send us an ask. If you're shy, you can do it anonymously. Uh, you Our could also people. DM us on Twitter if you wanted to, as long as that site remains functioning. <laughs> you can email us at thecastcast at gmail.com. Um, and then if all else fails, you can go to New Jersey or South Africa or Australia <laughs> and just start knocking on doors. Just look. Just like yeah, ask people. Just look around. Just check. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just check out the voice mas- matches because you guys haven't seen pictures. <laughs> Which is so sad because you should exactly. see you should see Jess's Sam look if ever she decides to share it. You guys will be oh, so Oh, Jess, blessed. please. It's very good. Yeah. I, hope, I hope one day you open your heart and you let us share. <laughs> no, it's the, special. The those are just for you guys. I was about those to say, I don't want to share those. If she does more, she can share. Those are just, ours. That's private. That's for co-hosties. Co-hosties only event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's basically it. But yeah, be sure to send us all of your thoughts and feelings and emotions, uh, and then we can read them and react to them and have a nice time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's basically it, right? We feel thank you so much for listening. Maybe one of those. I can't believe we did season season five. Season five's done. Like, and it wasn't so quick. Okay, so we did like we did like a couple of episodes. We did like. At least 10 episodes. It feels like it went yeah. quick. Let me That's check how lot. many episodes we did. Are you going to count them for us? I'm going to look. Let me check. 14. 14. That's a lot of episodes. And it felt like very quick. So that's crazy. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah. So I'm just laughing now because I'm looking at um the spreadsheet that we've got that has like all the episodes. Yeah. Um, and season seven just has five episodes, and then a massive note from Ilsa that says, "This is fucking bullshit." Cast. <laughs> yeah. He's I forgot barely I left in it. that. No, I forgot I left that. This is in the rest is in point twelve font, and this is in twenty four. I I think that gives you an idea of how I felt about the matter. Yeah, the rest of the seasons are like more or less within like three or four ups of each other, but that one is a big jump. That's not yeah. okay. Done He's that. in a lot of six, so we'll have a lot of time to explore <sighs> all of that. Thank God. Yeah. All right. Miss Gamble really came through for us. Um, in some ways, in others, very much not. Very excited in others- to see that. <laughs> I enjoy her in sort of a frenemy way. You know, like sometimes she does. Do you guys ever see people talking about you? Yeah, and then I'm like, about it in my head, just like it totally makes sense. I know about her. Yeah, I know. She would do all of, not like she would do the stuff on the show, but like I watch that show and I'm like, oh, it it shows Sarah Gamble, and I'm like, yeah, this is kind of sick, twisted thing. There's just this flavor that, like, it's so funny how like shows like i think supernatural is like a unique in that like way where like people pay attention to the writers and there's a really obvious like difference we've talked about that before and it is funny how like they kind of infect their other projects and you like can totally tell like um what you get the tick, it's like, a- it's like a, a really different tone to supernatural obviously but like when you know that like it comes from ben edlin you're like yeah this tracks Adds like, up. Completely. Like, oh. yeah <sighs> yeah Okay, well, we love you. All right. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Love you so much. Bye. Bye. I feel crazy. I think I shouldn't have had that energy drink.
Um, I was just trying to keep it together. But alas. That Turkish delight got you. It's fucking delicious, Jess. If you can taste it, they do have del- they have awful flavors. It's this local I brand don't called you. Switch. It's, it, there are awful flavors. Can I tell you about some of the flavors that exist? Oh boy, yeah. There's sure. this flavor that is banana lime. Think about that for a second. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want those things to go together. I feel like liquids shouldn't taste like banana. <laughs> Thank you. Banana I don't really like maybe. banana flavor. I'm like no, banana. banana okay, sucks. banana flavor. No, Ugh. where's the banana? That's what I want to know. There's no banana in there. You guys are lying. You can't juice um, it, so it's, yeah. it's, it's just no. its essence somehow. It's a mushy thing. It doesn't get juiced. You guys are lying. Um, but how are you getting that? Like yeah, like someone is lying to you. Then how there are, are that also flavor? there's a dry lemon flavor. Not too bad. All of their flavors are too sweet. There's one that's like jelly baby flavor. And it's like, you're just lying. This is just artificial. Is You could have called it artificial. Jelly baby. It's like any kind of jelly sweet flavor. I love Tumblr, but I hate how sometimes you're like, oh, I'm just going to open it. And then you just get like punched in the face. What did you see? Uh, just this stupid post like was just just gifts of dating cats and it's like making me emotional and I'm like am I okay I know but it's like right there I get it I get it oh I'm saving one Dean oh no I need to close the tab I'm sending you guys a post real quick Uh, okay that I want you guys to check out. And then I want you to look at the blog for a second. Just, just take a minute, you know, think about it. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I, god, you like created like a... <laughs> I did a little thingy. I did a little yeah. thingy. Oh my god. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to reclaim it. I think so. Like, who's the drunk little sissy now? Me. Forever. Fuck you guys. Sissy is such an interesting, like, insult. Like, like you were saying, <laughs> yes, like, what is going on with Eric's mind? Like, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> when, Metatron, when Metatron calls Cass a Nancy, what was that? Yes. Like, I hate Are you. Are you serious? Get out of here! Don't look, get out of my house! The worst. I'm gonna be very honest with you guys. I don't want to do this. This episode's crazy. It's an insane episode to watch. I can't mm. believe they made TV like this. Even the whole thing with the ner- I should say I should save this for the actual episode. Yeah. Save it! Save it! Save it! <laughs> In other news, I just Googled 5X22 so that I could look at the wiki for this, but it actually just came up with 110, which is what happens when you multiply 5 by 22. Sometimes I put that in and they don't realize that I'm definitely talking about Supernatural, which is like, how did you not get that? Jared Padalecki also had a role in an episode entitled Swan Song in Gilmore Girls. What's crazy. Wait, this is this trivia and references is so funny. 
There's uh, so, so many good Trump, ones. <laughs> Chuck says, on April 21st, 1967, the 100 millionth GM vehicle rolled off the line at the plant in Trainsville, a blue two-door Caprice. And then the trivia is, April 24th is Eric Kripke's birthday. <laughs> I read that before and <laughs> I was just like, like that's just like not <laughs> anything. That's not the same day. I don't even it's know if it's the same day. No, year. no, that's the day like, that the that's the day of the year that the Impala rolled out because it says like three days later. But then they so. didn't include that line, which like three days later, April 24th. Like this is just like two unrelated dates. They're like, April 21st has happened. And by the way, April 24th is Eric Kripke's birthday. <laughs> Thank well, you, Supernatural yeah, Wiki. Not- I'm writing this down. <laughs> the link. I thought it was his wife's birthday for some reason. <laughs> um, no, I think I feel like his wife's birthday yeah. is like Dean's birthday or something. Okay, Sam's birthday yes, or something yeah. Like sorry, like 24 uh, January. I think this is his wife's birthday. Sorry, this is April. I forgot about months, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> See? Sorry, right, who okay. needs to know that? You know? Not us. Eric originally pitched the show as Star Wars and Trek Stop America. Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so like many references. Star Wars references. I don't know. About oh, God. I feel like we're trying to do outtakes, but we're, we were already discussing the episode. I really love the, part, the cast yeah. parts that we see in this. But mm. yeah, he doesn't have much going on. I'd feel way more pressure, like Man oh, yeah. King. And you know? I'm gonna, mm. especially will have Ben Edlund on the show. <laughs> we yeah. haven't talked about that on mic. Should we? Should we put that in the outtake? Should we tell the people what is? I in think the we've mentioned we this like... that we want him for Man Who Would Be King. No, but we didn't mention that we have. His, there's like, a possibility um, of it now. Potentially, there's his contact potential. details. Yeah, I think. Listen, I'm. <laughs> I think we can leave it in the outtakes, but I do want to caution the audience. Like, hope with us, but like, hope for the best, expect the worst, because like, this seems like a long mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we but can we can dream, and we will. We can dream a little dream. That's terrifying. I hate it here. Wait, I want to eat some chalky before we start. <laughs> I love how you say things like chalky. I was hanging out with a dude and he was uh, telling us about how. <laughs> the dude? No, not, not, uh. no. Uh, a friend of my sister's. Um, and he was telling us about how he was at a party that weekend. And there was this person there who she said... That she's having a little chalky walkie, and he, that was the funniest thing in the world to him, and he couldn't stop saying mm. chalky walkie like the whole time we were hanging out. And I was like, I feel like I really understand you. I feel like you're very like true to yourself. That's great. It's amazing stuff. Um, you don't ever have a little chalky walkie. This is a little chalky walkie. He was just delighted by it. A little chalky walkie. Yeah, he was very very. I think it actually was another Australian person. Which was very funny to me. I was like that Ella word. Nice. Ella would say that. Yeah, like you guys are always like, wow, like your accent, haha, or like I'm saying a certain word funny or something like that. But it's It's like, there's millions of me. (laughs) I'm not special. You're, of course, you're special. How could you say that? Okay. Yeah, please get real.
Um, I like how Eric Chris Kripke writes himself a little out for a bad ending. I'm like, well, something... dude, Jesus fucking <laughs> something... Christ. <laughs> something that I noticed is that in like this thing, um, like he leaves a showrunner, but he's still like part of the production team in season mm-hmm. six. But people always act like he just like left, but it's like, no, he just like passed just... it on. He was still there. Yeah. Oh my god. One of the locations that they shot in was Kripke's Hollow, Ohio. I hate this motherfucker. He is so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> anyway, here we are. All three of schools still trying to figure out what happened to us and why. Stop. How did it happen? How did this happen? How did we let it happen? Ugh. How did we get here? How did we? And now we are making a podcast. Like, we are so successful. Isn't this what our teachers wanted for us? Totally. Literally, yes. Yes. I'm calling you up and I'm telling you, check out my wonderful English. I'm studying texts. Um, It's not the text you would have picked for me, for sure. But look at this. But I'm doing it. I'm I'm like, this is literally an analysis. I, yeah, like studying text. Like I guess technically that's what's happening, but <laughs> I think like I what's think actually happening yelling. is not that. No, probably not. No. I feel like studying text doesn't involve like saying the word whole and then laughing for five minutes. Which seems <laughs> yes, to be... it does. Yes, that's it does. That's classic. That's academic. academia. <laughs> yeah, academic study. Literally, I yes. Was... There's a fields of research on whole on whole (laughs) (laughs) the void as a site of meaning there we go obviously (laughs) you can totally do this sorry i'm I'm obviously not as well read sorry Um. (laughs) you should know all about the study of whole aren't you very into dante agincourt that's all i know i just know whole as it relates to to agincourt um, the seminal text yes After seeing Bones and all yesterday, like, oh, that scene was gross. a lot grosser to me than it has been in the past. I've yeah. not seen Bones and all, but I can infer from the title that it's nasty. Yeah, I, like, read an um, article about that movie and I was like, oh, I'm certainly not going to see this. <laughs> I, I, like, don't cancel me, but I really liked Call Me By Your Name. And um, I... I also liked calling... Everybody liked Call Me By Your Name. That shit okay. was crazy. Thank yeah. you. People got out Thank of control. Anyway. Um, what? Okay. Yeah, anyway. um, We can watch it one day. Um, But so I was like, oh, it's like Luca and Timmy. I should see it. Like, I want to see it. And then I was like, I knew it was scary. Like, a little bit scary. But the sound design was like the scariest thing that I've ever seen at the theater. Like I'm not good with scary movies. So I was like fully ears blocked. Like I had like my head in my friend's like shoulder the whole time. (laughs) Not the whole time, but just through the bad scenes. And then the rest of the time it was like really aesthetic. And like Timmy Chalamet's got a mullet. Like it it was, I I liked the rest of it, but yeah, it was just quite scary for me. Um, But yeah, maybe it's not as scary. Like if you're watching it on a small screen, but at the cinema it was like, very graphic well i'm i'm reading a little bit about i'm on the wikipedia page so yeah all right oh somebody found her by her (laughs) scent that's weird 
Sorry, I. Okay. Yeah, they smell each other. Yeah. They go. Madness. Uh, fucking supernatural creatures yeah like this is some teen wolf ass shit yeah they're kind of like ghouls like I guess um, fellow eater what the fuck it's yeah and then there's a book but apparently it's a bit different from the book oh cool the music's by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross that makes sense yes the music was so good that added to the good vibes Um, and then there was a lot of like it's set in the late 80s, so there was a lot of fun, like, new wave kind of music. All right. Well, that was fun. I might I've watch it. I've been listening to the soundtrack. Well, you know, like, I mean, I was a little bit annoyed <laughs> when I re- read the, I read the, the, what do you call it? The little synopsis, and they're like, oh, it's a young, a pair of young cannibals. And I was like, you fucker. You're going to do fine young cannibals like that? You can't just use that term, <laughs> asshole. They truly are fine young cannibals. Like, maybe that was that's the exactly right. Yeah. All right. Good day.